0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity. If you're like me, you see a lot of people out there talking about hustling and living the hustle lifestyle. I've done an episode on this in the past, but... I'm talking today with Mark Tim of Ziegler Family. That's the division of Zig Ziegler's organization that talks specifically about family. And Mark and I have a great conversation about not just being productive in and of itself for your business, but the end goal of being productive for you personally back home and bringing that productivity home and making it part of your family, and even having your family work like a team. It's almost a collective productivity and enrichment that we're going for here in this context in this episode. And Mark even brings up something called the 7-Day Challenge, which I want to get you directly to because it's immediately available right now, and you can get it at beyondthetodolist.com slash family easy URL. Even if you're on your phone or out and about, you can sign up and grab these free videos from these major players that are talking all about the importance of family and different aspects of it that are going to take your life and productivity to a new level with your family. Again, that's beyond the beyondthetodolist.com slash family. Before we get to that conversation, I want to say thank you to FreshBooks for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. FreshBooks is the tool that is going to get you paid four days faster and their key most talked about feature that everybody, you know, if you've, you've heard of FreshBooks ad on a podcast before, it's the fact that you can create online invoices in less than 30 seconds and then send those and in a couple of clicks be able to see that your client's, have seen your invoice, and so it takes this guessing game out of the way. It improves the organization and communication of invoicing. It even lets you track your time on projects as you go through those projects, get organized, communicate with your clients better and faster, and get paid faster using the all-new version of FreshBooks that they redesigned from the ground up based on how their users were using the service. FreshBooks is offering a free 30-day trial to listeners of Beyond the To-Do List. To claim it, go to freshbooks.com to-do and enter Beyond the To-Do List in the How Did You Hear About Us section. That lets them know that you, a listener of Beyond the To-Do List, Appreciated that offer and supports this podcast again. That's list dot com slash to do. Enter "Beyond the To Do List" in the "How did you hear about us" section. Thanks again to FreshBooks for supporting this episode of Beyond the To Do List. Enjoy this conversation with Mark Tim. This week, it is my privilege to bring to you Mark Tim. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Eric. I'm excited to be here. So. I like to do all these different kind of offshoot. What seemingly to maybe a, an outsider to the podcast would say, "Well, what's that got to do with productivity?" Type topics, and then we discover, <clears throat> wait a second, productivity is about a whole life approach, you know. And so I had you come on because you are the CEO of the most valuable business in the world, which is. Your family. My family. (laughs) (laughs) Aside from that, you're also president and CEO of Ziegler Family, which you can go into and explain, and also uh, uh, Cottage Garden Incorporated that you co-founded. So let's talk
1: about what all those are, and then we'll unpack this. Sure. Well, the, the fact is, is that I'm a serial entrepreneur. Okay. So I quit counting at 10 businesses that I had started. Um, some of them, Eric, were, I mean, I, I built some businesses, you know, into eight figure businesses. I've sold businesses. Um, last year, uh, actually, eight years ago, I sold my flagship business. And then last year, I bought it back. And then I turned around and sold it the next day to my staff. And so, you know, so I've, I've really seen myself as a serial entrepreneur my whole life in different businesses. Cottage Garden is manufacturing. I've got a real estate holding company. I've got various different diverse businesses. But what ended up happening was this one day I'm driving home from work and all of a sudden I'm dreading it. Like I'm, I'm a quarter of a mile from my home at the, at the end of my driveway. I don't want to finish the drive. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I realized that I could I could make a hundred decisions with confidence and clarity at work, and I couldn't make the first decision when I walked in my home. And that's when the light bulb moment happened. What if the most valuable business that I will ever found, that I will ever own, that I will ever be a part of, that I will ever manage, was the business I come home to instead of the business I go to? Nothing has been the same since that moment. So when you say, I'm CEO of the most valuable business in the world. I'm telling you right now, I am, because there's no more valuable business in the world than my family. Period. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and and I believe that to be this the same, you know, same case. In my family, it's just one of those things where, you know, people feel like, and that's the, and that's what betrays us is it's our, it's our feelings and and maybe our nagging thoughts where, like you said, you were driving down the driveway and you didn't want to finish and, and you had all the confidence in other realms,
1: but that one. And, and that's the, listen, I've talked to, I'm now, I've lost track in the thousands. I have coached families. I've surveyed families, man, we're all the same. I mean it's like you know you you rarely meet someone that has that degree of confidence at home but yet in their business they know what to do they know how the rules work they know the structure they know you know that if they make a mistake today it may cost them a few bucks but the problem is if we make a mistake at home we feel like the cost could be eternal we feel like the cost could be forever. And so we're, we may take risks at work and we won't take a risk at home. And so it's just, we, we separate these two worlds and we keep them so far apart that, you know, they, they don't even exist in the same atmosphere, the same universe. But the reality is, is that they are so interwoven, you know, you find me, I, I get a staff. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent here when I have found, you know, I've, I've had hundreds of employees over my career as an entrepreneur. I, without a doubt, when I have a staff that's struggling at work, almost without fail, when I dig a little deeper, there's something going on at home. And so here we keep these these worlds separate, but they're, they're not separate. You know, if, if our home life is tough, it's tough to bring our best to work and vice versa. And so the reality is, is that they're way closer than what we realize. And the sooner we realize that, the more we can start to experience the same kind of success at home that we experience at work a guest years ago brought up this uh you know they they
0: they hate the words or the 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 phrase work life balance they would rather it be uh they, they look at it from the angle of work life blending
1: and i think that kind of jives with what you're talking about here well i actually agree with it wholeheartedly. It's work-life blending. It's, it's a little bit of one and the same. I mean, you know, the, what I found is, is that I started moving these two worlds together and the closer I got them, you know, here's the crazy thing. Okay. I'm an entrepreneur. The light bulb moment for my kids When all of a sudden dad shows up and he's got this confidence and clarity, I started the conversation. I I launched, okay, for those of you that understand the concept of launching a business, starting a business, launching a product, launching. I launched this idea of our family being the most valuable business that we're involved in with a conversation with my children about being an entrepreneur. And you would have thought, okay, that I just gave them the formula for ice cream. (laughs) <laughs> they were like, what? I mean, they were they were hanging on every word. I'm sitting here going, I can't get them to pay attention to me for 30 seconds. And all of a sudden, I've got two kids, then three kids, then four kids. By the way, I've got six teenagers at home. So it's it's a little crazy. But I, I started this whole journey five years ago. These kids are younger and, and they're hanging on every word. They're loving this. And I realized they didn't even know what dad did. <laughs> I mean they didn't even understand what I did. They couldn't even spell entrepreneur. They didn't even know what I was doing, but they were loving it. They were eating it up. And I'm sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, what have I done?" You know, I I I separated these worlds so much that my kids don't even know what I do. They don't even know what I'm involved in. And next thing you know, I'm like, "Forget this." I started taking my kids with me. I went to the principal and vice principal. I sat down with them and said, you know, I believe education is is bigger than the classroom. And I got permission to start taking my kids with me. And from that point forward, I didn't go on a business trip unless I took one of my kids with me. And I started bringing them to work. I started introducing them to what I was doing. And next thing you know, they're talking about wanting to be entrepreneurs and they're talking about their future. And it's just opening up this world. Now we've got a common vernacular. Now we've got a common language we can talk. So you talk about being productive. I wasn't even communicating with my kids in a way that was productive. Now we're talking a language that I love and a language that they're interested in. Now the car was, you know, was going as my grandpa would say, we were cooking with gas at that point and and starting to really get the wheels moving as a family because we had something in common, but it was always there. I just kept it away from them and I didn't make it engaging for them. And so once we figured that out, you know, that's when, again, this thing started to explode. And so it's not even about, I mean, I love the word blending, you know but the reality is is that work life balance we, we got to be we got to invite our family into our work life and if you work for a business if you're not an entrepreneur like me and you work for a business that you can't bring your family take them on the weekend take them on a saturday take them show them where you work take them early in the morning one day take them at night i mean engage them in what you're doing so that they have a frame of reference and they ask you questions i mean the toughest thing about having teenagers is talking to them but if you if you open their eyes and get something they're interested in and what better topic to talk about than than your work it's something you spend a lot of your life in so um i'm all about work life balance but one of the ways that i get balance is by allowing my family to understand what i do so that we have more balance in that regard and don't keep the worlds so separated and and then the other thing I do is I empower my family to hold me accountable to have that balance. But the more they understand about what I do, the easier it is for them to hold me accountable and for me to be accountable.
0: So in other words, we need to break down some of the structured compartmentalizing that we've, you know, we feel like we have to put in place. And some of that comes from this idea that you know, sometimes, hey, we've got stuff we've got to get done for work. And those of us that do, you know, work out of our home, yeah, there's got to be some boundary time or whatever. But you still, you know, part of the part of the fun, part of the benefit, even of being a person who works from home, is the flexibility and the freedom. So you don't have such a rigid structure. And again, you have kind of that communication, that give and take, that uh, relationship between. And again, it, it, blending. It it keeps coming back down to that word.
1: I would. I'm like the taskmaster at work. Like I, I pride myself on being like the, having this this capacity for getting an incredible amount of things done. But then when I would get home, I would feel so kind of beaten down because I couldn't get anything done. And and when I started looking at my family as my most valuable business, I'm like, well, what allows me to get so much done at at home? And I, I got to admit to everybody listening here that up to this point, I can't function in my businesses without having some kind of a meeting. Like we sit down on Mondays or even a conference call or a zoom call, whatever. And we get on the same page and we go forward and we accomplish things during the week. And I realized that up to that point, I'd never had a family meeting. I'd never called a family meeting where we sat down on purpose to talk about getting something done or doing something important as a family. We'd talk, you know, around the dinner table or whatever, and we'd catch each other as we could, but I can't function at work without a meeting yet. I'm not having any family meetings at home. And I put that one little practice in place And it was a game changer. I mean, the things we were able to get done at home because we were talking on purpose, we were scheduling time to communicate was like out of the park. And all of a sudden I started feeling that sense of accomplishment and and the family was feeling a sense of accomplishment and we were getting stuff done and we were doing it in less time. Because we were actually communicating about it on purpose the same way we do in work same way we do in business And I just systematically looked at everything that's making me productive efficient and successful at work I started applying those to home like goal setting I mean we hadn't uh, you know, we we didn't have any written down goals for our family at all But yeah, I got all these goals at work And I, I find that's the same way with so many families is is that We don't apply the things that are making us productive and effective in work. We don't apply those at home And they all apply. That's the coolest thing, Eric, of all, is that I I could like play a game with you right now and you could throw out, you know, the coolest idea that any guest has ever given you for productivity at work. And in a matter of seconds, I could tell you how that applies at home because it all applies. In a sense, you moved because you
0: decided, wait, I I am competent and confident even in these areas at work. But again, dread that driving up the driveway moment how would you suggest somebody competently move or take assessment of okay what is it I am good at at work and how do I bring that back home or vice versa for that matter
1: I mean I think that's the I, I've helped so many families actually do this and and you know once we get through the whole you know um Oh, it's good, it's good, it's good. And we get down to it, and we find that all families are struggling. I mean, you're not alone. I'm gonna hear, sit here and tell you, my family struggles. Every family has certain struggles. They're different struggles. We're all different families, different places, but we all have our share of struggles. And but yet, on the same token, you know, we then look over and say, "Well, what are you good at?" Well, we're all good at different things. And so, it doesn't make sense for me to tell you what to do. It makes sense for me to help you see what you're good at. And if one of the things you're good at is organizing, or one of the things you're good at is is facilitating meetings, or one things you're good at, you know, is, um, engaging or mobilizing a team or it's finding the greatness in others, whatever it is, you do that assessment. And then you can turn around and look at your family and say, how can I do that with my family? What works in my world? What what allows me to get done what I need to get done in my work world? And how can I apply that? So, again, for me, it was family meetings. I can't function my business without meetings. I can't function my business without goals. So we put goals together. We went so far as to create a mission statement as a family. And, you know, I, I've got a mission statement in my business. Ziegler Family has a mission statement. Our mission is to help families be, do, and have more and we know that and anything we do applies back to that mission but yeah we didn't have a mission statement at home so how can you as a family go where you need to go or get done what you need to get done or become everything that 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 has been intended for your family if you don't put some of these basic things in place and so i think it's just a matter of first off making the decision that you can do it and then develop some clarity and confidence around areas that you're successful with in other areas outside of your family. Again, it can be a coach. It can be business. What makes you successful? And then turn around and start to apply that back home. And it works like this. Once you've decided, literally works by sitting down and first just having an intentional, on-purpose conversation with your family that says, I'm ready to be A better dad than I have been. I'm ready to be the husband that I was put on this earth to be the father that I was put on this earth to be. And moreover, I'm ready for this family to become everything that we were created to be. And I'm going to take the first step and we're going to start being intentional about getting more stuff done, about being more productive, more proactive, and more powerful as a family. And here's the steps that we're going to take. And you'll have, just like me, talking about being an entrepreneur, Ch- chins will be on the floor. It'll be that ice cream moment of, of – Wow, well, who is this person? You know, who abducted my my mom or dad and, and put them in here? And and then you'll have to follow through. Your actions will have to speak louder than words. And when by the way, we've got practical tools to help you with this at Ziggler family. I've written multiple ebooks that help families to implement this, but it really is just looking at doing an honest inventory of what you're good at and applying it back home and then being willing to be vulnerable with your family and tell them what you're doing and ask them to come along on the ride with you. And the changes – it's its not rocket science, but the changes are just unbelievable. They're incredible. It feels
0: like that pivot moment in the sports movie where – the coach and the players suddenly all realize they're on the same team and what it is that they're made for as far as a team, what winning looks like. And then they, you know, they still have their struggles throughout the movie because there's, you know, we're not to the climax of the movie yet where they overcome the obstacle. But it feels like that defining moment of let's get together and let's be a team. Let's really be a team. And, and not just in name, but in actions now. So it's kind of like it's that defining moment of. This is when your family comes together as a team towards the common
1: goals and and you you brought up something so cool and I want to share this with anybody out there that's in our same situation. Uh, my family happens to be a blended family. We've got three boys and three girls. We're the modern day Brady Bunch. My wife and I um, we call it a family merger because again, I'm all about business and so we we merge two families together. We're a blended family and you talk about the pivot moment of it all coming together. We had a lot of struggles early on trying to blend our family because it was his, hers, and it was just confusing and hard. And it is confusing and hard for everybody that's gone through that. Life is hard enough, let alone trying to blend two, you know, two families. But the aha moment, the pivot moment, was when we started talking about our family as a business. And guess what? It wasn't her business. It wasn't his business. It was our business, and all of a sudden it was a clean slate, and it didn't matter if it was her kids, my kids, whatever. Now we were all part of this family business, and it was being created, and the input was equal. I went so far as to incorporate our family. I took it a little far, and so we have a corporation called 2B Tims LLC, and every kid owns as many shares as I do. and It doesn't matter whose is whose and what's what. You know, we were all in it together and you talk about the blending moment, like that was the moment that our family actually started to blend and it happened to be this concept that did it. And so if you're out there and you're struggling, you know, maybe it's as simple as just saying, you know what, let's, let's look at our family as a business and let's merge together and what that looks like and let's become a new business. And that's what emerged out of it. It wasn't my old business and her old business. We created a new business with our family and with the input of our kids And everybody was a part of that. And we were able to leave the past and the problems behind and focus on a different future going forward. So I just wanted to share that in case anybody's out there that needs to hear the message um, because it wasn't easy. And this certainly made it easier. And it's been something we can build on. A lot of times when I'm talking with people on this
0: show, it's all about individualism. It's all about me and my life and what I need to do for me and how As Michael Hyatt talks about productivity, is not just about getting more done; it's about getting the right things done, and it's about applying that principle to your family, to a to a group. It's not just you know if if you were applying it to maybe your business and it was you and how to work better as a team in business. But again, as you're talking that you know your family is a business too, so it's as if you're applying those business principles of working well in a team over to your family, but I got to ask you, obviously your family was fired up from that initial meeting. What have been some of the
1: struggles with your team? <laughs> so oh, I'm going to do a two part answer. Number one, just to piggyback on what you've said, um, how can you possibly know, you know, if you don't know where you're going, I mean, how could you possibly get there? And, and just like Michael, you know, says it's about getting the right things done, but if you don't have any goals or a mission statement, yeah. how do you know what the right things are? And that's one of the things that we struggle with is knowing what the right things are. And and that's what a lot of families struggle with is that they're so unproductive because they don't know what the right things are that they should be doing. And with that, I'll answer the second question. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, OK? Our first family meetings were horrible. I mean, they were like the worst. You know, you could do a sitcom on our first family meetings because even though everybody knew they wanted to be a part of it, they weren't used to something that was this intentional. And so I had teenagers that had never in my life had I seen them, it seems like, want to do homework. And all of a sudden they were like, I got homework That's to do. Great. I'm so sorry, dad. I got homework to do. I mean, we just got to do this another time. And um, it, because they knew the homework card, like I almost passed out when they said that. And so it was a good way to get them out of the family meeting. But they just, they didn't want to have this kind of intentionality. And so, so you know, I'm just going to tell families out there that want to institute family meetings the, don't don't be afraid to do what we did, and that is in the first few meetings, we just bribed them. We went out and bought four dollar ninety nine cent tub of ice cream. We don't have a lot of sweets in our house. And we said, you make it to the end of this family meeting, you'll have ice cream. And I remember one of the the most enjoyable family meetings we ever had. My wife put together a smorgasbord, and it was basically s'mores. And that's the graham cracker crust and the melted chocolate and melted marshmallows, all ooey gooey. And she had all these fixings out there. And the whole family meeting was who could create the most creative, amazing s'more. And after two or three family meetings that were about being fun and and being together and connecting as a family, then we could move on to more of the serious stuff about why was the Tim family created, where do we want to go as a family, how are we going to get there? But in the beginning, go slow. I mean, don't go at this, you know, like like it's the last cookie in the cookie jar. I mean, just go slow and and let your let your Family, catch up to your enthusiasm and make it worth their while. I mean, bring some ice cream, get them excited in the beginning, and then then you can move on to the deeper things. A friend of mine who's a very successful entrepreneur grabbed this concept, literally showed up at the first family meeting with a printed out agenda that was a page long and passed it out to his family. I mean within 10 minutes they were ready to, you know, to tar feather him and send him on the rail somewhere. They and then I showed up at his house a few months later and they wanted to, you know, they had they had, you know, just stink eye for me too cuz they're like you're the guy, you're the guy who did this to us. And then we sat down, we talked about why it wasn't working. And the next meeting they had, they played this cool game where they put blindfolded everybody and everybody got to like feed them something and they had to guess what it was and it was safe it's so much fun. And, and then they started letting each member of the family got to plan, you know, a fun activity for the next family meeting. And then boom, it was off to the races. And from that point forward, it's been awesome for them. And so, you know, so just, you know, we've had some real struggles. I mean, it, it this hasn't always been easy to implement, but we've stayed focused, you know, and we, we started having our kids present during the family meetings. And so we, we had them do character presentations and we were doing presentations in our family on generosity and on, on grace and on, you know, honesty. And I want to tell you something, the first presentations were pretty lame. They were tough. By the time we got done with the presentations, I had children that were doing Prezi video embedded presentations on character traits. So, my kids are no longer intimidated when they have to do a presentation at school because they've already rocked it at home during our family meetings. And so, you know, we did the five love languages as a family. We've done the disc profile, strength finders profile. Um, you know, we've, we've done these cool things as a family during these family meetings now. We try to make them, you know, and all of these things, by the way, all of them were stuff that I did in business. They were all stuff that I was doing in the business world, and I just brought it home to my family and introduced it to them. And so I didn't reinvent the wheel.
0: It sounds like it's almost this culture. You know, we we talk a lot, a lot about business culture.
1: It, it's it's like a culture shift in your family. Without a doubt, it's a culture shift. And the crazy thing is, is that I don't know if any of my kids. Well, they couldn't even spell entrepreneur, but I don't think any of them would have wanted to be an entrepreneur or thought they would. Now I've got three of them that that want to have their own business, and they they talk. I mean, listen, when when they sniff out that dad's going on a business trip, it's like I get cookies made for me and breakfast made for me i mean they they can't i mean they're like they're like so i'll go i'll go i'll go i'll go i I gave a speech today at noon so i I literally came from a speech to a call to this podcast and i gave a speech here in the local area and two of my kids were with me because they were like you're giving a speech i want to go you know, I want to go, you know, call me out of school. You know, I want, I want to go with you. And so, you know, to go hear dad speak and it's because I've involved them in it, it is a complete culture shift. They want to go. They want to travel with me. They want to go with me. They want to be involved. They want to work with me and help me um, in everything that I'm doing because I've involved them with it versus, you know, me feeling guilty for missing their stuff and, and not being around and and justifying it that I had to provide for my family. Now my family's a part of everything I'm doing, but it was it shifted me first and they've just caught the bug and they're now all about it how did you approach your wife about this change because i know that you've talked about how the kids have kind of reacted but did you get her on board first yeah without a doubt i got her on board um i i went to her first and i'm like i, I remember taking her into our bedroom and i'm like i got it i got this thing i get this idea you're not gonna believe this you know just go with me just just, just listen to me i was i couldn't even spit it out And I think she was so excited to see me excited about plugging into the family that I could have said almost anything and she would have said yes because she saw how much I struggled to find my place in our family world to really plug in and get passionate. Yet she knew I was passionate. She knew I was productive in other areas. She just knew I was struggling at home. So – Seeing me so excited, I don't think she even understood what I wanted to do at the beginning. She just gave me a blank check because she saw me so excited to plug in and then – after she started seeing the results, then she was all about it as well. And she's been my, my partner in crime ever since. In fact, she's, she's coming along with me and Ziegler family, and she's helping me with a lot of stuff we're doing at Ziegler family as well. And, and she's got her own uh, blog. Actually, she blogs over at keeperthehome dot And she helps women on the healthy living journey. And she's helping me at Ziegler family. So she's really found a place to help other families through what we're doing as well. Well, I'm really excited,
0: first and foremost, to sit my wife down and say, hey, I want to do this. And, and what I mean by this is you guys actually have created like ways for people to shoehorn. I don't even know if people know what a shoehorn is anymore, but I still use that phrase. Anyway, uh, it's where you can slide your shoe on easier. So it makes it easier to slide in to kickstarting something new. And as big a change as this ends up being for your family, you guys at Ziegler family have something coming
1: out here and I'd love for you to kind of tease it out. Yeah, absolutely. I can't. I can't wait to tease it out. And I'm going to go a step further. We've talked so much about this. If you've got some kind of little smart URL, we can come up with something you've got slash Ziggler, or whatever you come up with. Um, I want to give. I'll give my eBooks to your listeners. And so you know. So I'm. I'm more than happy to do that. Um, You know. Right now, they sometimes they can get them at ZigglerFamily.com, But we've got something so cool going on over there that we're really driving a lot of our energy there. But Eric, I want your listeners to get. I've got an eBook on how to do family meetings. I've got another ebook on how to basically you, you and your family can win at home. And, you know, I'll, I'll make that all available to your listeners. Cause I want you guys to be able to implement with ease, you know, the things that, that we've talked about here on the show. And so, but Oh over to Ziegler family so i I took the concept that I've talked about up till now eric is uh is was all about you know being intentional at home, moving the needle with families, I started sharing that out there to the world and and the world was like, yeah, I want more of this and And the children of Zig Ziglar actually contacted me and said, you know, our father's legacy. We want to continue our father's legacy. He passed away and we want that legacy to continue. And we've decided we wanted to continue in families. Wouldn't it be amazing if every family, you know, was able to be impacted by our father because family mattered most to him. I mean, that was that was what mattered most was his family. He did so many speeches to business people and enterprise, but family was where he really got fired up. So, the long and short is we partnered, and we created this concept called Ziegler family, and it's basically the life's body work of Zig Ziegler packaged in a way that families can really digest it and we're all about helping families to be more, do more, and have more and The obvious question is what's more well, it's different for every family we're meeting you right where you're at if if it didn't matter where you're at economically or where you're at healthwise or your family, whatever more is, once you define that and we help you to define that. Then we help you to be, do, and have whatever it is that you believe your family should be, do, and have. And So that's our mission at Ziegler Family. And we started getting a lot of traction, and you know, and people can go to ZieglerFamily.com and check out everything we're doing there, which would be awesome. But what I really want to talk about, Eric, is we had this vision. So 250 million people have been impacted by Zig Ziglar, and so we said, "Wait a minute, okay." Our vision here at Ziglar Family is awesome, but we've got to we've got to like reach out and touch the world. We're we can change the world, and we're going to do it right around. The kitchen table. We're going to do it right around the dining room table of every family in the world. How could we do that? And we started looking at Zig Ziglar's life and his legacy. And we're like, what translates to families? And we came up with his wheel of life. Zig Ziglar talked about seven areas in the wheel of life that if every family had these seven areas, some competency in these seven areas, then you would have balance. And there are areas like, like, you know, communications and and work-life balance and relationships and, and, uh, financial and, you know, areas that we know we need, but oftentimes we're out of balance. You know, we're spending all of our time at work or we're spending all of our time in community activities, but we're not spending time communicating as a family. And so then we said, okay, okay. The wheel of life is it. Every family needs to understand the wheel of life and, and they're all good. But how do you get every family to buy into having balance and and how do you get every family to understand these seven spokes on the wheel? So we literally whiteboarded and said, what if we found an expert in each of the seven areas and we got them to take their life's work like they've spent their entire life in this one area and then they boil it down to a five minute message for families? Wouldn't that be cool? And we filled this whiteboard with 50 names and then we circled seven names And those seven names represented one person in each of the seven areas. And we said if we could get those people, we could change the world. And we could get not just thousands, not just tens of thousands, but potentially hundreds of thousands of families to join us here. And so we created something called the Seven Day Family Challenge. You can find it at 7daychallenge.com. And we got, Eric, are you ready for this? The seven names that we circled, we got all seven of them to say yes. So in the area of financial... The name we wanted, the person we wanted was Dave Ramsey. And we we thought if we could get Dave Ramsey to take his life's work and boil it down to a five-minute message for families, that would move the needle. And he said yes. And we went to Dr. Gary Chapman with the five love languages. I mean, the guy's almost 80 years old. He's got an entire life's work helping people have better relationships. And we said if he could take 80 years of his life's wisdom and boil it down to a five-minute message for families, that would move the needle. And we went to Michael Hyatt. And we talked to him about communication and said, if you could take your life's work and boil it down to a a five to 10 minute message for families, what would it be? And he said, yes. And Tony Dungy, the Super Bowl winning uh, coach for the Indianapolis Colts, and we said, you know, the guy's got ten kids, crazy busy, but his family is so important. The ultimate work-life balance, you know, success story. Then, man, that would move the needle. And each one of them have done it. I've seen all the videos. They make the hair on my on my skin stand up on end because it's their body of work boiled down to five minute message on a video that is delivered into the hearts and homes of families during a seven day challenge, you know, during a seven day window. And, and it, what it does is it, it lets families know that this, this can happen. This can happen for their family, that they can have success in seven areas. And our hope is, is that every family experiences a week of wins, seven wins in a row. You win seven times in a row. You're on what's called a winning streak and our goal is is that after you've won 7 days in a row that you're just going to keep that winning streak going that once your wheel of life is moving and it's moving forward that you're going to keep it moving and that's what the 7 day challenge is all about it's getting that confidence. It's getting that clarity. It's getting that hope that we all want as families to be, do, and have more in these seven key areas. So that's what we're doing at Ziegler Family. It's The seven-day challenge is sponsored by Ziegler Family, and the presenters are lights out. It's so easy for any family to do. We need them to carve out 10 minutes, seven days in a row, and then let the wins begin. Awesome. And as this is releasing this challenge is getting ready to go live. So, I will have all the links for that in the show notes for this episode. And so all of that obviously Eric will have it on all the show notes, but I mean it's we've made it incredibly easy for every family. And our challenge by the way Eric is challenges are more fun to do with community, with others. And so when you sign up, invite two or three other people to do it with you. Take the challenge together, do it together, do it as a community thing, and then talk about it and have fun with it and start winning with other families. And so that's when this thing really is special, is when you invite other people to join this challenge with you. I know that this is just the beginning
0: for many people in terms of an eye-opening window into not just their own, quote, productivity, but their whole life and their family life coming to life. And so I'm really thrilled that I got to talk with you, and I'm glad that we got
1: to talk today. I'm glad that we got to talk too. And I got to tell you, if if there's anything I've learned from talking to these thousands of families, it's this. We weren't put on this earth to do this alone. And right now, even though we've got the best communication, best technology ever, we've probably never felt more alone as families as we do right now. And the reality is we weren't here to do it alone. We weren't put on this earth to do it alone. We need a community. We need other families that are on the same journey as us. And that's what we're trying to do is just create this momentum, create this community of families that can find other families on the same journey as them so that they know they're not alone and that we can start to move the wheel, that we can start to create momentum together together and keep it going together and the other thing that i've learned is that every family has something special to share every family is unique in some way and that that uniqueness can move the needle for other families and we want to create an outlet for your family to be able to impact other families as well so that's kind of the the couple things i want to want to share here and make sure that everybody knows how powerful community can be to not only to receive but also to give Awesome. Mark, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for having me on.
0: So, how are you doing with your productivity and your family? I know that this is one key place that I need to personally make improvements in, and have made decisions to do so, and am through the seven day challenge, putting into action, backing up that decision I made. Go take the seven day challenge with your family. You can find that at beyondthetodolist.com dot family. That's beyond the to do list dot com slash family you will be glad that you did thanks again to freshbooks for supporting this episode of beyond the to-do list make sure to go grab their 30-day free trial to get your time tracking for your projects organized send your invoices easier and faster and then get paid up to four days faster make sure to go to freshbooks.com slash to do and enter beyond the to-do list in the how did you hear about us section to support this podcast thanks again for listening And I will see you next episode.